0: Welcome back to questions to ask podcast. I am your host Clara Jamison, and I am so excited that you are here. Yes, I'm so excited that you're back listening to us. Today we are going to talk about how to identify low value tasks. What are the questions that we should ask to really identify the low value tasks? Now, you may be asking yourself, why is this important? Well, the reason why it's important is because the holidays are coming and during the holidays, as we all know, we tend to overload our to-do list. We go crazy with it. We may have three to four pages long and every day we feel like we don't have enough time. And this will make us feel in control over our holiday along with help us really be simple with our holiday in the sense of that, We don't overplan or overstuff our to-do lists and it will help us really, really to focus on what's important to us. Let's go. I believe that a question is one of the most powerful things you can experience. It can help you expand, move forward, reflect and grow. A question is the seed we need to start any process, any revolution or any action. Here at Questions to Ask podcast. We love to ask questions that will help you understand, know, learn, and act upon. Welcome. All right, guys. How can we identify a low-value task? What is a low-value task in the first place, right? According to Harvard Business Review, you must first make a list of everything you have done yesterday and the day before. Or what I like to do is actually do an audit of my time and calendar. We could actually put a show notes and a link to exactly how to do that. I created a video um, that describes exactly the process and there's a podcast um, episode as well that talks about that and how to audit your calendar so you could have more self-love for yourself. And one of the things that you have to do, the reason why you have to do this is because it actually allows you to understand what the, the trends of your to-do list, what exactly you tend to prioritize over one or another. And then you could actually start asking and categorizing what are these tasks and these trends so that way you could really understand how to move forward with rejiggering and refocusing your tasks. So for instance, once you list everything of what you've done in the past two days or you see the trends within your audit, then divide them into how long did each of the tasks take to do. Categorize them within a 30 to 60 minutes time span, so that way you know exactly, hey, this is how long it took me, and this is what I did during this time period. One of the things to remember is, of course, to be honest with the actual time it took, because we tend to, unfortunately, under or over-exaggerate the time that tasks take. So it's very important that you are very honest with the time period as to how long they took, then once you understand exactly what is it the trends and then you list everything based on time spent, then you start asking yourself, okay, so how valuable it was this task, right? And you ask this question specifically a little bit more in the sense of how valuable is this activity or this task to X goals? what exactly what value did it bring me so when you are asking how valuable is this activity to x goal or x goals is this activity really allowing me to grow within my career my business my goals my my connections is it really valuable to my self-care is it really valuable or is it helping me in any way shape or form to meet a particular goal I set out to achieve this month or quarter or year. And the reason why you have to do this is that when you know how this task is stacked up in regards to what you want to achieve or to what you value as important this month, quarter, or year, then it will help you know exactly if you're going in the right direction or it allows you to understand that this is a low-value task, so therefore you have to stop wasting your energy on, on this task and immediately show and realign with what your goals and values are, right? It's a very important question to ask from the, from the get-go so that way you could really take off anything that is immediately not part of anything that you want to accomplish or that is helping you in any single way or that is allowing you to self-care, Now, one of the things that people tend to ask me is okay, well, that's great. You put my growth about my career, my business, my self care, my particular goals. But what about my family? Like, you know, is this, I wanna ask, how valuable is this activity to my family? Well, the reason why I don't put that down is because of the fact that we tend to actually, as women, And even as as dads, we tend to over-index when it comes to putting things on our to-do list when it's the benefit of our family. Not the benefit of us, but the benefit of our family. So then we over-categorize their care and needs as important, even when it is not the time for it to be important. Let me say that again. So usually we over-categorize their care and their needs as important, even when it is not or it is not the right time to categorize it as such. So we need to separate ourselves from the family to truly assess and look inside our list and objectively know if this is a good task, an important task, or a low value task. So now question number two. So you look at your list and you see how important is it? We all tend to place everything as important. That's just human nature. We create the list and we want to do all these things. And then we say that is essential or very important for us to do. But when you actually think about it, if you were emailing someone about the task you're doing, how would you categorize it in the subject line to grab their attention and understand how important these tasks are? Would you label it essential, which is extremely important and needs top priority needs to be done now important it needs to get done today if not something happens so it has to get done today not tomorrow and then discretionary it's it's basically is it something that needs to be done but i or we can get to it whenever needs to get to it or is it really truly unimportant or optional meaning It's not necessary, but it's nice to do if possible. For instance, you are planning a birthday party for your daughter and she really, truly wants a unicorn theme and you're looking into Pinterest and you're like, oh my God, I could do all these amazing things and I'm so excited about it, right? And then you come up with this amazing idea of creating a unicorn sculpture for her birthday and then you start doing all these things and then you realize, was this really important for her to have an amazing time during her birthday party? The answer to that most likely is no. She might not even realize she has a unicorn sculpture in her birthday party. She may not even look at it. She may not even take a picture next to it. And if she does take a picture, it's because you're forcing her to take a picture because you spend so much time on creating this thing that it better be important somehow, some way, and it better, better, better show up somewhere. So, by labeling each task in the level of importance, it will allow you to understand if, in reality, the task is as important as you make it to be, or is it simply a low task that looks important based on what you're providing or retelling yourself that it should be. Now, to the next question: ta-ta-ta, question number three. How much personal value do I get from doing this? Is it really helping me to grow or expand my vision, my business, my career, myself, my my um my family? Um, is it joyous joyous to me? So, if there are no strings attached, let's look at this very objectively. If there's no strings attached, meaning you. If you had any way possible form, you won the lottery, you really don't have to do these things, you had no obligation, I'm talking about no obligation whatsoever to do this task or need, would you do it or delete it? That's really what is asking you. Like that question is very about, would you do it or delete it if in reality you had no strengths or obligation to actually do this? And here are the options. Now, you will definitely keep it because it's one of the best part of your day or it's one of the best part of what, you know, you are aspiring to do or it brings you so much joy that you basically have to do it, then it probably, it's a keep because you enjoy this activity and you're willing to do it, right? So you're willing to do this activity because it's going to bring you X, Y, and Z, And then there's the not so sure. And this task has to be, it's good, right? It's good for you in some ways. Let's say, i.e. you're talking to the intern, but the bad benefits to what I want to accomplish, um, it's not, but the benefits of what I want to accomplish out of this task is not as high importance or as great of a ROI that I'm gonna get from this. So in reality is, not that important, right? So not sure is one of those things that isn't really important. Should I really be spending my time doing this? Should I not be spending my time with this? Mm, Let's dock it to the side. Perhaps it's not, or perhaps it is, but only time will tell, right? And then there's the probably drop. And this task is basically... I think this task takes too much time of me with little benefit at all. It's not joyous, I don't like it. Maybe it is best for somebody else to do it. Maybe it looks really alluring and it makes sense, Um, but at the end of the day, honestly, somebody else can do this, i.e. talk to the intern about what he he or she needs to do for today. Maybe your assistant could take care of that or i e your daughter wants to go to the library, but you really want to do you want to do some tasks at home, but she really wants to do want to go to the library and Although I would tell you yes, go to the library enjoy and 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 have that connection, there might be other ways that you can actually um have the connection with her because it's all about quality at the end of the day. And instead of really spending the time going to the library, coming back, because it takes more time than you doing something at home. And then there's the category of definitely delete. And this is, let me tell you, this task, I dislike it. I don't like it. I hate it. I would rather give it to someone else for sure, for sure. I don't see any value to it, but I tend to do it because unfortunately it's on my list. And you know at the end of the day, I just need to do it. No, you don't have to do it. You really don't have to do it. Because if you dislike it and you don't like it, why do it? Have somebody else do it as a friend, as a coworker, as an intern, do whatever it takes for you to get somebody else to do this task that definitely needs to be deleted from your to-do list. And then there's those that you definitely should not even have on your your to-do list. And that's a no-no task, which is are those waste time, i.e., surfing the social media, going on Facebook, thinking that, hey, I need to be posting and answering to this post. Those tasks, not important. Not important. So immediately, not only drop it, delete it, but just don't do it, right? Just, just, those are no-no's. Um, and then the great thing about this question, by you categorizing and answering this question, you'll be able to really understand the benefits of what each task is bringing to you. And if again, it's really aligning with what you want to do or how what it will take you to get to the next level. So just think about that, really dissect that. And now we're going to go to question number four, which kind of goes back to the what we just discussed about delegating or giving it to someone else. Who else can do this and will they deliver a better job on it or even enjoy it based on who you know? Like you knowing this person, you knowing the task at hand, and you knowing that this is not something that you should be doing, who can take care of it, right? So, and I understand that we always want to become the superhero, the woman of the year. We want to be like the best employee ever, the best moms, the best this, the best that. But at the end of the day, when you become the best and the superhero and and the superwoman, what actually happens is that we tend to get burnt out we actually we actually get tend to get burnt out and do mistakes and be all over the place so we don't even be we're not even able to really assess and do what we want to do because again we're doing these low tasks that are not bringing us any value right so then the best thing to do is to let the control go and delegate can i say that again let go let it go let it go yes yes let it go give it to an employee give it to to um to anybody else just just give it away give it to them with a smile and say thank you so much you are amazing now if you're one of those like myself that thinks, oh my God, but they're not going to do it right. Oh my God, they're not going to do this. Oh my God, I may have to do it again. Oh my God, oh my God. And you're pulling your hair. Think about it logistically, okay? You're going to really detail the task at hand and then based on the task and then determining the abilities that in time that is needed to do it, then you're going to pair it up with whoever you know that has those abilities in that time. And that way, you have a married, a marriage made in heaven between this person and this task. Because this person likes to do it. They have the ability to do it. And then this task is being done and being taken care of by the person that loves to do it. Do you see how, how it works? you see how beautiful synergistically it works? Yes. And at the end of the day, this is all to say that your time is more valuable than being a superwoman, right? So just Let it go, let it go, let it go. I was trying to do frozen, but it didn't really work out. So I'm just doing my frozen type of let it go. So without further ado, these are the questions. And just so we could go over them really quickly again, the first question is, how valuable is this activity to dot, dot, dot? To what extent could I let this go? How much personal value do I get from doing it? Is it really helping me to grow or expand my vision, business, or career? Is it joyous to me? And who else can do this and will they deliver a better job on it? Or even enjoy it based on you knowing them and their abilities. So there you have it. This is how you actually determine what are the low tasks and I hope that you delete a lot of tasks from your lists. And I hope that you are able to enjoy your holidays to an amazing experience with nothing or little to do. Because to be honest with you, having time for yourself, for self-care, to do what you want to do, it is the most amazing experience you could ever gift to yourself during this holiday. So without further ado, thank you so much. See ya.